We're going to look at a video just to give us a reminder of where we were 14 years ago. And even before that, when God spoke a prophetic word 10 years prior to the church starting, so 24 years ago, God had Destiny Church in the making. So watch this video for some information about that. the word says the footsteps of a righteous man or woman are ordered of the Lord you know Friday I was going to get my children at school and um, I thought well, I'm gonna run out to the mall real quick I really didn't have time and I kept getting detained and I kept getting detained and um, so finally I got there and I thought well I'm only gonna have maybe 10-15 minutes and um, I pulled in and I, I looked over at Ryan's and I saw this bus and I, I really, I honestly could not read the writing on the bus because I, the front end was facing me. And uh, I looked over there and I said, it looks like a church bus. And, and I was just drawn to go over there. And I never do stuff like this. And um, the closer I got, I pulled up over there and I saw that it said Loxley Church of God. And so I, knew, oh, I said, well, Lord, I know you sent me. And uh, I rolled down the wind and I said, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> like I was a long-lost friend uh, and and they were just so warm and uh, so friendly and just so inviting you know I knew that they were brothers and sisters in the Lord it didn't matter what the, was on the side of the bus and um, and I as I began to talk with them and, and ask them you know what they were doing in this part and they shared with me they were on a youth outing to Six Flags and I asked them when they'd be coming back through and they said Sunday and uh, the youth ministers told me that they were going to be looking for a church to attend. And I said, well, you know, my husband pastors the Westside Church of God here in LaGrange. And we would just love to have y'all come and be in service with us. And he thought about it a minute. And I said, just give me a call if you decide to come and we'll arrange seating. He said, no, let's settle it now. We'll be there. So I tell you, I know that it's a divine appointment from God that you all are here. Because I know that there is something special in store for each and every one of you. And I know that you're not here by accident. And I can tell you by faith that from this day forward, you'll never be the same. Father, I thank you for the Loxley Church of God. And God, I pray for this youth pastor. As a youth pastor here this morning, come out. I want to pray for you. I want to anoint you. Is your wife with you? Come, please. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you. I thank you, God. The Lord told me to anoint you that he will begin to give you even a higher vision than what you have. Things that you see now, there's things that you're going to start seeing that you've never seen before in your life. God said, tell you that there's going to be things that you're going to start experiencing in the spiritual realm. That you've never seen, God. Father, I thank you, Lord, right now that, God, that you, it's not by accident that you have brought this couple this way, God. But, God, it is by the divine will 
of your spirit. For I was speaking to you this day, my son. For these things I've spoken to your spirit. For yea, there are things I've spoken to your heart and your spirit that others don't, don't even know yet, that you have not shared with others. But there are things I've spoken to you that I begin to birth in you. And yea, they will begin to come forth. And you'll begin to deliver these things. And I'll begin to bless it. And I'll begin to anoint it. And I'll begin to send you forth, saith the Lord. And I'll begin to rise you up, cause you to rise up and be mightier than you've ever been before. Because your heart is for me. And you have trusted me. And you have waited on me. And you have leaned upon me. For yea, I was saying to you this day, stand and wait upon me even longer. For I will begin to show you the things. As you stand, I will show you the things. Yea, do not step to the left and do not step to the right. But stand and begin to look up. And begin to wait upon the Spirit of the Lord. Because the Spirit of the Lord is going to begin to come upon you. And God says that He's going to begin to raise you up. He's going to cause you to be what He has anointed you to be. And God said even the things that you have come through. You have come through them for a purpose. And there's a reason why. That the things that you went through. It will be to help others. And yea, I have delivered you. And I have healed you. And I have brought you through many heartaches and disappointments. And yea, I will cause you to lead others through. Saith the Lord. And I will place anointing upon you and words in your mouth and you'll speak things as you've never spoken before you'll see things as you've never seen before yeah I'll cause your feet to walk in the paths that I've laid out before you and I will go before you and I will remove the stumbling blocks and I will remove all the things the snares that will trip you up and yeah I will cause you to run I will cause you to be strengthened saith the Lord from this day on you'll never be the same you'll never be the same and unto you daughter the spirit of the Lord is upon you uh, to begin to be uh, that helper as never before and the anointing will come upon you uh, and God has already used you in mighty ways uh, but you have not seen anything uh, you have not seen but the half uh, of what God is fixing to do uh, for yea saith the Lord uh, I will cause you and I will use you but yea in ten years God will speak unto y'all's hearts uh, and he'll begin to raise you up uh, he'll cause you and use you uh, in a church uh, hallelujah this is training right now but God's going to begin to bring you out he He's going to place you in a place. But God says be faithful right now. God says be committed right now. God says be committed to these things right now. And I will raise you up. And I will place you in a place that you will call your own. And I will anoint you. And yea, you will take what I've trained you to do. And you will use it. And you will bless others. For I will bless you. I will anoint you, saith the Lord God. Brother, I want to tell you right now. You're not here by accident. These teens are not here by accident. God's going to begin to do a work in your life. But the word that God tells me deep in my spirit is be truthful, committed to where you're at right now. Wait on God. Do not get in a hurry. About 10 years from now, if you have stayed truthful, committed to God, there's going to be a door that's going to be opened up just for you. There may be doors that try to open up in, in between, but you wait upon God. And God will, as you commit yourself to your pastor, to those that are over you in the Lord, and submit to them, God's going to begin to bless you. And be a blessing as never before. Be committed as never before. And you're going to see the blessings of a God begin to raise, raise you up. He's going to make you what He's called you to be. Because see, I see 
in your life, even times as a young man, a very young man. Things that God began to speak into your heart and your spirit. God's going to begin to fulfill some things that He spoke to you even years ago. But you be an eagle committed to where you're at right now and you watch God begin to do a mighty work in y'all's lives. God bless you. Isn't that amazing? So I know, I know several of you guys have already seen that, but I believe like the Israelites, they would lead their kids back to memorials and they would point to them and say, let me tell you the story about what happened here. And I believe it's good for us as a church community to go back to see what, what God did and where God started from. And he didn't just start 14 years ago. He started... Uh, 24 years ago. And there is a power in invitation, guys. If you didn't get it from that, there is a power in your invitation. That was a Sunday that changed my life forever. And it not only changed my life, but it changed everybody's life that has ever come in contact with Destiny Church. And that lady stopped on a hunch uh, where Holy Spirit was leading her, drove over and invited us to church. And if we had not shown up, would God have done it in some other way? Probably. But he did it that way. So don't ever uh, let your pa- the power of your invitation intimidate you because it could be the day that changes somebody's somebody's plural lives forever. And um, so I just wanted to share uh, a few uh, graphics with you back here. So look, look at these real quick. This is where we started in our home. Uh, so after God gave that prophetic word, uh, two families, my family and the Smith family, we met together on January uh, on December 31st, 2006. And so we were almost at that 10-year mark uh, that Holy Spirit had prophesied to us. And we started in the house that we lived in at the time. And then in this house, we grew to about, I don't know, 30 people or so. And we moved from that uh, place because we, we were outgrowing the neighborhood. The neighbors didn't want us parking on their lawns and stuff. So we started looking for a building and we eventually looked for a a building and we found this building. And we started as the name Jubilee Church. And of course, uh, not being from this area my whole life, I, I was going from Jubilee as God was speaking to me from a biblical sense, not realizing that, uh, Jubilee is a big Eastern Shore uh, name, and throughout the years, uh, we changed our name to Destiny ultimately, and there was a story behind that, why we changed our name, because we bought some property that was close to Jubilee Baptist Church, and even though we were about five miles at the time in this building from that church, they would always get our mail mixed up. 
And so out of honor and reverence for them, they were there first, they had the name, we decided to change our name, and Destiny is how we came about that name. And so we went into this building, and uh, that's my son and Brian's son, and we let our children, they begin to write scripture all over the walls in that building, because at one point it had been several churches, a Mormon church, a, a, a Pentecostal church, it had been a credit union, it had been a factory, and it had been a lot of different things. And there's probably a lot of different spirits up in there. And we went in there and we cleaned that place out. Had our kids writing scriptures all over the wall. This is Elena, uh, who is, I'm guessing, Elena. Oh, there you are in the back, Elena. She was just a little toddler at the time. And so she's prophetically scribbling on the wall. Uh, Sends a lot of mixed messages there, I'm sure. But uh, the kids, they went in and helped us to consecrate the building, and so we begin meeting in our small uh, number there, and uh, this is kind of like the first sanctuary as we would go through, and we started renovating that building, and so you can see there two of our founding members, they were going through laying hands on chairs as we uh, did back then, and we still do today, praying for people that we don't know, but Holy Spirit knows that one day they'll be sitting in these seats and for them to have an encounter with God. So back then, prayers were already going up. That's our first little sanctuary after we got it all renovated and decked out. would hold about, you know, 70 folks, um, and we would begin to pack people in, and uh, that that picture looks a little mo- bit more impressive than it is uh, because uh, about two-thirds of those people are um, uh, teen challenge uh, people that would come visit us once a month, and they just happen to show up. I think we probably took that picture to look impressive, uh, and so we, we started ministering and uh, welcoming people, and this young couple came, uh, what were y'all, Greg, 10 years, 11 years, I forget how many years. 12 years uh, ago, this young couple walked in, and uh, they were brand new. Uh, We had the privilege of marrying them, seeing their first child uh, born. And this is Greg and Selena. They hadn't changed a bit. Uh, (laughs) But but anyway, our our first baptisms were out in the bay. And uh, if anybody ever tells you to do that, that's a terrible, dumb idea. Uh, because you have to walk 82 yards out into the bay before you can get deep enough to baptize anybody. Um, so we would baptize in the bay because the, we did not have a baptistry. And uh, this is a, a picture where after we outgrew that little place in the back, there was a business, D.R. Horton, met up in the front, and they moved out, and we... we um, secured their space, and we went in and we renovated again. So this is our second renovation at this point. I think we're four years into the church uh, at that time, and we're just tearing stuff out and making it bigger. And you can see we had no shame. We would preach with sheetrock crumbling and uh, broke a lot of uh, codes that uh, I don't think we willingly, but we definitely ignorantly broke uh, codes. Um, but I remember preaching, and there's uh, some of that old uh, insulation falling out of the ceiling. And I'm like, you know what? We're, we're going to preach. We don't care. We're just going to have church. And so we went into this and built that out. And, and we met in this facility for 10 years. 
we met there, and it was a great time of ministry. Lots of things happened. We're able to start a school of ministry uh, out, out of there, a Hispanic ministry out of there. This is a photo of a year into our uh, history. Now, God blessed us with one year of financial records and a group of about, I don't know, maybe 80 people, the Lord blessed us with the ability to buy 20 acres of land. And it's right down the road here, and it's not far from this property. And uh, that's the 20 acres of land that Destiny owns. Many people don't know that we own that property down the street. And this is where we were planning on going and building a church. And it's just a beautiful story about how we came to be in this building because when we, when we were going to build uh, the building on the property down there, I met with the architect and I didn't know that he built, that he designed this building. And so as he got his plans together, he shared with us the cost on that property because it's a green site. It's not been touched. There's a lot of infrastructure that has to go in. And for this building, this exact building, he showed me two plans, one of a church in Fairhope that he built and this one. And he said, I don't know if you know it or not, but there's a church right down the street that meets. We built that building, and if you will take these plans and just redo the outside to where it looks different, it'll save you just tens of thousands of dollars. And so I'm like, man, that sounds great. So we were going to build the footprint of this building down there, but it was going to cost $3 million. And that was one of the saddest days in my life because I knew that that was out of my reach, but it wasn't out of God's reach. And so... um, I would walk into that little facility that we had renovated over there, and everything was so neat and clean like our church here, and it was in its place. And every time I would walk in, I, after, after we had been there for you know close to 10 years, I would just get so unsettled. And I would, I, I would walk through that building, and I would feel like, God, the people have settled. They're okay if this is all we ever get. If we only go this far, people are good. And that had become home, and the desert was not our home. You get me? The Israelites, they had, come, they had come to be okay with living out in the desert. But that was not our home. And so I would walk through there, and I would just say, God, there's got to be more. There's got to be more than this. And one day, the lady who owned the property that we lent, leased for parking called and told me, you can't park here anymore. Y'all have to get off my property. And I'm like, man, I don't know where we're going to park. So I'm going to call my landlord. The landlord says, well, we're actually up for renewal on our lease. That was a whole big story of how that took place. And the lease, we, we were not in a valid lease. And so he said, we're going to need to go up on your rent and you guys are going to have to commit. Now we had been committing for two years. He wanted us to commit for five more years and go up several thousand dollars. And I heard in my spirit, no, you're released. To what, God? I don't know where to go. Like where there's not property in 
uh, in Daphne, and I don't have the money to build on that property, but God always has a way. And so after we grew in that, this is one of the last uh, services that we were in that building, and so we're basically saying goodbye, see you later, and we're going somewhere, but we don't know where yet, and God led us here. I was in a uh, conference up in uh, Birmingham with a few of our staff members, and uh, I had just told them, I was just kind of waiting for the right time to break the news to them, like, guys, we've got to be out of our building in 30 days, and I don't know where we're going. I don't know where we're going. And they're like, where are we going? And I'm like, I truly have no idea where we're going. And I went back to that conference, and within 15 to 20 minutes, the Lord answered my prayer. And from the restaurant back to the conference, I'm walking through the hallway. And Pastor Chad Stafford at Coastal Church, we're acquaintances, uh, but we, we hardly ever see each other. And I'm like, I, I'm walking through the, build, uh, through the building and I hear somebody say, hey, Rife Stewart. And I turned around and I looked at him and I said, well, I got to go all the way to Birmingham to see you when you, you live five uh, miles from me. And he said, hey, did you guys ever find out uh, uh, what you were going to do with your parking situation? Because a friend of his, mine was one of his staff members and I had asked them to pray about our parking situation that that lady had told us we couldn't park. And I said, man, I got bigger fish to fry than that. Not only do I not have a place to park, I hadn't got a place to meet because we are leaving that facility. And he said, hey, well, we merged with the church that met here. He said, we merged with the church that met in this building on 13. Why don't y'all use that building on Sundays? Because we don't use it. And I said, are you sure? Because I don't even have to pray about it. <laughs> like, if you're ready to talk, we're, it's a done deal for us. Because I don't have a place to go. And he said, well, I'll talk to my people and I'll get back with them. And I said, I already got with my people. You know, my people's right here. You know, like you get with your people and, and our people are good. And so it worked out that we came and we, we uh, began to lease this building for a year. And so for a year, y'all remember that we would meet in here, and those of you who are on our ministry team and staff, you know we would drag stuff out during the week, uh, our weekends, and put it in place, and after it was over, we'd pack it all back up and stick in places that they told us uh, to put. But when we moved into this place, this is uh, kind of a couple of pictures of what the sanctuary looked like that we're in right now, and what happened is we were able to, a year later, buy this building. They told us we want to sell this building, and one of the great things about that was uh, I, we weren't looking to buy this building, but we couldn't build that one down there, and so when they begin to tell us we're going to sell this building for, and I believe we bought it for $1.7 million. So just, just about half of what it would have taken to build this there because it was a green site and you had to put in turning lanes and run all the underground stuff, buying this one. So that was a no-brainer. Like, why would you pay for the for, uh, same building twice as much? So 
we went into purchasing mode and we didn't have the money we didn't have the ability but god had the ability and god worked it out through through very uh uh few, many things for us to be able to purchase this building at an incredible price in an incredible location and so we still have that property down the uh, road and you know thinking, God, what's the purpose behind that? So this is us signing uh, the papers on the building. So we begin to upgrade it, put our name on it, uh, make it ours. And for those of you who uh, were here during that time, you saw how this building was transformed. During this time, we did $100,000 renovation to the building because it had been left un unattended. There was a lot of issues with the building that we had to uh, come in and take care of. And we did it all by paying cash for those renovations. So thank you so much for y'all's faithfulness. And so as we went through this and we started building out what we felt like would suit our needs, we went through some of those. And the, the most amazing thing, though, is not the building of destiny. The, th the most amazing thing for us is the ministry that has come out of destiny over these last 14 years. I can remember, guys, so many times where God has come through for us financially. When we needed to, uh, to move from our house to the church, God opened up a building at that time there was no real estate available for lease in Daphne. God opened up a building where a church was moving out of it, and they said, you can have this for $7,000. And we're like, that's great, but it might as well be $7 million because we don't have $70. You know, we, we don't have any money. And I'm telling you what, God came through and provided $7,000 to the T from people we didn't even know that poured into this church. The last person that we were talking to said, we want to give you guys some money. We didn't even ask them for money. They said, we want to give you some money. So we've got this person that gave us $1,000. We've got this person that gave us $1,000. We're going to put $1,000 with it. So would that help you guys out? Guys, I promise you, when they gave us $3,000, it put us exactly at $7,000. I've heard people talk about that kind of stuff before, but it had never happened to me. And then all of a sudden, as God begins to do things like that, it's just an amazing thing to see how God will give you what you need when you need it. And I can remember at times when throughout Destiny's history that God has spoken to us. And he, he, said, he said to me one day driving to church, he said, I want you to raise $18,000. And I'm like, God, that's awesome. Thank you, man. We need it because we were planning on building at some point and, and, you know, paying our property down. And he said, it's not for you. I, I'm not as excited anymore, Lord. He said, I want you to raise $18,000 and I, I want you to give it to your three missionaries that you support. At that time, we only supported three missionaries and they were all in Honduras. Guys, we not only raised $18,000 as a church who was not very old at the time. We, we superseded and I think we raised about $22,000 to give to those missionaries. 
The Lord spoke to me one day and said, buy a van for uh, Healing Hands Global, which is missionary in Honduras. Guys, we purchased that van, sent it down there to them. Brand new van. A few years later, the Lord said, buy another van for another ministry down there. We bought a van for uh, Instituto El Rey. Last uh, couple of years, we sponsored over 15 students at Instituto El Rey. We took care of all of their incoming students. Uh, We were raising $50,000 for uh, paying down debt and towards our new building. And one day God gave a prophetic word in the house and said, give it away to start a church in Ubeji, Nigeria. And so we did. We gave that $50,000 away when we were looking to keep it for our house for some of our needs. But here's the deal. Whenever you give something away, God's always got something better. And I'm just telling you, if we had been stingy in some of those times, the times that we really needed God in some ways, I believe it would have damned that that blessing up. But God has been good to us during those times. And so we've been able to invest in good seed. We've been able to invest last uh, year. We invested 20, how many thousand dollars? 21,000, something like that in uh, Oasis de Dios. Yeah, 20-ish thousand dollars. Uh, Oh, I think it was $20,000. So that's on you as a church family. We came together. We gave this to support the different outreaches that have been birthed out of this house. Those are the things that we have to go back and we have to say, thank you God for this, that you birthed this. Thank you God that you came through during this time. Thank you God that you provided a building here when we needed it. You provided another building here when we needed it so that when the next the next comes for us. We can go, God, you did it then and you can do it again. Amen? And he does it through his people. The scripture says that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even dream up. But he does it through his people. So when he's looking to bless the church, that ought to be a time for you and me to get excited. Because he's going to bless you. Because the blessing that he's going to give is going to come through you. So he's going to bless your house. He's going to bless your business. He's going to bless all the different things that are neat in your life because he's looking for a people that he can flow it through. And I just want to take a minute to thank all of the founding members and the charter members of Destiny Church. And if you're one of those, you know who you are. Would y'all come down front, just stand up, walk down front, and I want to take just a minute to just pray over you and thank you. I don't know why y'all being shy. Would y'all like me to call you up? These are the folks, as they're coming, these are the folks, and y'all scrunch in because I want the people who are watching online to be able to see. I need y'all to be inside of these two tissue boxes. So some of y'all are going to have to form a different line here. And guys, these are the people that are still around. Now, when I started planning a church, 
I did lots of study and background study and everything and, and statistics and demographics and all kinds of stuff. And they said that when you plan a church after five years, I didn't make this up. This is statistics of people who study church plans. After five years, nobody in the original group will be left. That's, that's the average in most churches that start. And I remember saying when I read that, I rebuke it. I don't receive that in Jesus' name. But these are the people who they started destiny with us. And they either are a founding member or a charter member. Meaning they were with us either from day one or they were with us from the very first time that we called ourselves a church. And as I look at this group down through here, many of you guys don't know these people. But Sheila, Shay, Brian, and Carol, we've been friends forever. Uh, we, we started Destiny. Um, these guys here, they, Alan was really our first children's pastor. He was our first official children's pastor. Many of you guys don't know that first official uh, youth pastor. Uh, He helped us for, I I don't remember, it's a year, over a year or something like that. These guys right here helped us with all kind of stuff, from construction to Angie helped us um, with nursery. She was our nursery preschool director for a while. Uh, her kids were, you know, born, uh, you know, in, in this church. And I can't remember if Jordis was born or not. Jordis, how old are you? Okay. Wow. You're right there. So that's good. Uh, Tim, his girls, and Rochelle at the very back. It's so good to see you today, Rochelle. So... Tim and Rochelle, Rochelle and Brian were our first elders. And we would meet and figure out how we were going to buy toilet paper and how to make it stretch. And I'm telling you what, they have been amazing. There are so many things that Rochelle has done for our church that people don't know in the very beginning stages because she has a a, uh, loan and background in banking. And she helped us. She was our bookkeeper for for I don't remember how many years, but she just did an amazing job with that. Uh, Tim, there's probably not a place on this building or any building that we've ever been in that his fingerprint hasn't touched somewhere with construction. His girls, leaders in the church today. And Brian, uh, he's not my brother, but we look so much alike. But But Brian, again, as a founding member, has been one of the most faithful uh, sidekicks that I could ever have. And again, if you're sitting on it or you're touching it, he's probably had his hands all over it because he's just been with me through the thick and thin. Guys, Destiny Church is today what these guys right here made it. And I am so thankful for them. Amen. Come on. Come on. Give it up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, I'm going to pray a a quick blessing over them. And uh, as I'm praying over them, Lord, I just say to this group, thank you 
Look what God has done through destiny all these years. And Lord, we're just given a thumbnail impression of what you've done these 14 years. But thank you, God. We look back and see what you've done. We're grateful for what you've done. And God, my prayer is over this family, this family of people right here, that God, you would bless them in their health, in their finances, in their emotions, in their spiritual life, God. Mind, heart, body, and soul. God, that you would let prosperity come upon them. And Lord, that these are people who have been kingdom people. They've invested. There are people right here that have invested hours and hours and hours of their time. Basically, they've given their life to the kingdom. There are people right here that have given tens of thousands of dollars of their own that you have blessed them with to sow into Destiny Church and missions projects and outreaches and different endeavors that Destiny has done. And God, I pray a special blessing over the youth that God, you would raise them up to be more powerful, to have a far further reaching uh, grasp on the kingdom and influence than any of us in this room ever had, God. And I'm super grateful for these people that I call my friends and my church family. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause. Praise God. Praise God. You guys can go back to your seat. Guys, this song that we're about to sing... They're going to teach it to you, but I want us to just marinate in this song for a few minutes. Destiny, I remember, I remember the time when I was walking out of a hospital and God began to speak to me and He changed the anointing on me. And it was when God was tra- giving us a training center anointing. And I was on my way to... My heart was to be, um, I don't really know how to say it. I never wanted to be a mega church pastor, to pa- you know, pastor a big old church. But I, I just had this idea that, you know, it's going to be bright and shiny and glimmery and perfect. And, you know, I, I just had this idea what I thought it was supposed to be. And the Lord in an instant traveling down through an elevator said today you're a training center and I'm like Lord I don't want to be a training center like I have this idea of what ministry is supposed to be look like and he said yeah but that's not who you are I've called you to be this and it was a very uncomfortable time for me But I I ultimately knew I'm going to submit to the Lord's will. And the Lord began to call us to be a training center. Well, a training center, I was raised up under the model of you raise a church up and you keep them. Which is, I didn't know, but that's not a biblical model. A biblical model is a training center. So you raise people up and you send them out. And this song that we're about to sing is... From a young man who we raised up in our church. We helped to raise him up. Other churches raised him up too. And we sent him out. And Harley, as many of you guys know Harley Rowell. He 
we sent him out, and he's now at a church in Nashville, Tennessee, and he's done some incredible music over the last couple of years since he's been gone. And this is a song from someone that we poured into, raised up through that training center mandate, sent out, and now it's come home to bless us. And so today, this song has special meaning to me because it comes from him. But it also has special meaning because it's like, look what God has done. Look at how faithful he's been. Lord God Almighty, I smell excitement in the atmosphere. What is happening right there in Alabama? Come on, Mama Kay, tell us. We join the members of Destiny Church to appreciate Pastor Rife and Shay Stewart. Pastor Rife is an apostle of God that has come to be a blessing in Africa. To us, Rife is a mentor. Rife is a wonderful man of God that God has used to bless us over the years. His teachings and his love for Africa. We pray for both of you and all the pastors in Destiny Church that God will continue to strengthen you, empowers you from grace to grace in Jesus' name. Amen. And Pastor Rife, God bless you God for bless all you. you have done in our lives and Amen. we appreciate you. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, Destiny Church International. My name is Martha Villarreal. I am pastor of, a senior pastor in City of God Churches in Colombia. So I would like to thank God for Pastor Rife and Shay Life and uh, all the kingdom expansion they are doing through Destiny Church International. So I just uh, remember uh, some years ago when I was living in USA, that I was preaching in a small uh, group of Spanish-speaking people. And I was came and misled by an immigration attorney. So I was out of my legal status, and I was expecting the worst. But in this very bad time of my life, the worst time in my life, uh, I had the honor and privilege to meet Pastor Rife and Shay in Philomena's house. Thank you, Philo. Pastor Rife and Destiny Church decided decided help me, also they didn't have all the budget for doing it. They were brave and they loved me so well at that time. So they helped me and I had the opportunity to work for DCI as a, as a Hispanic pastor and I was safe for being deported. So I would like to say thank you. And I really, really appreciate all the love, all the compassion, all your help, all the financial support I received from you and from others. I would like to say thank you for uh, all this spiritual growing that I can get uh, from Dustin Church International through different trainings and all the opportunities you gave me um, as a person, as a minister, as a minister in uh, in many, many ways. So, um, in this day, I would like to wish you the best and the great blessings from the Lord. That the presence of the Holy Spirit be with you 
every time in your life, in your ministry, in your family, in all things that you represent. So love you, miss you, and we are looking forward for building uh, this relationship with you guys. Love you and have a great and blessed day. You are worthy of blessings. Love you. Hey guys, this is Pastor Gustavo and Pastora Rocio from Oasis de Dios in Robesdale. And as you guys know, today is uh, Pastor Appreciating Day. And I want to send a short message to Pastor Life and Pastor Shay. Pastor Life, thank you for uh, all the help and all the teaching and all you do for not only for Oasis de Dios, but for us as a person. And I want to say we love you, and you've been more than just a pastor. You've been spirit, father, and not only for us, but for the people in Destiny Church. And I just want to say that we love you guys so much, Pastor Shay and Pastor Rife, always for being there for us, and always for loving us. We love, we you. love you. We love you, Pastor Rife. We love you, Pastor Shay. Hey, Destiny Church. Um, Jason Froke here. I just want to say a quick Thank you um, to your church for the way that you care for Pastor Rife and Shay. Um, I grew up in a pastor's home. My my dad and mom ministered for 42 years as pastors um, in Indiana and then later in Richmond, Virginia. But um, growing up in a pastor's home, I got to see all the ins and the outs um, of the church world. I got to experience the incredible way that people love my family and also sometimes the hurtful ways and the hurtful things that happen to pastors. And so I just want to encourage you guys, first of all, just to say thank you for Pastor Rife. We've known you, you and Shay now for about 13 years, and it's, it's just been a privilege to sometimes get advice from you. Um, I wish, I hope in the future we can have a closer friendship even, but um, I just want to say thank you to you guys for being, having a pastor's heart and for reaching out to people. And I just, Destiny, I hope that you guys will appreciate the man and woman of God um, that you have leading your church. And um, just want to say, keep up the good work, both to Pastor Rife and Shea and also to the church. Please watch them. And just as they're shepherds to your church, I ask that you also give them that same love and care and um, and, and care for them and, and, and show them um, honor and respect and love. So thank you so much, guys. God bless you. Your heart's beating in your throat. Such an anointing here. And the anointing of his love moved into the space when you were honoring the founders. I, all of a sudden, even now, my whole body's shaking from the anointing. And um, that is something that you and Pastor Shea have just always done is love people well and we want to take this time to love you well I remember the day that the Lord revealed to you and us as a church that you were apostle right and how fitting it is as an apostle you plant and you launch people as you were saying about the training center And um, today, we want to honor you as Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea 
in this few moments together. You have honored others. You've told the wonderful story of the Holy Spirit. And at this time, today is just, these minutes are about you, Pastor Shea. So right now, Father, we thank you for Apostle Wright and Pastor Shea. And we thank you as we enter into this Founders Pastors Appreciation. The anointing that's in the room, we ask you to rest upon them as our leaders. And even as we are honoring them in this moment, we thank you for the next level of increase on their lives. And the next level of the anointing on their lives. And we thank you for it. And we agree right now in the moment that what you're doing inside of their spirit right now is nothing natural. But it is so supernatural that no mind can comprehend it. No soul can comprehend it. But only the spirit of the supernatural is at work even as though they were in the operating room right now of the spirit. Supernatural increase of the anointing. Supernatural increase to move into the next of their ministry. May it be done in these moments where we are honoring them. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, and it's just an honor to be able to honor. You know, the Bible says that a pastor is worthy of a double honor. It's in First Timothy, that it's a double honor. And, you know, honor is one of those things that there's so many definitions of it, but it's like it's a heavy weight. Like when, when you're honoring someone, they... They are a weight, they, you, you just, there's no words, you just want to go, there is so much weight that they carry in your life. Like you're honoring them, they carry weight to influence you. And in my entire life, this beautiful couple There are no words for what they've invested in my life um, and in all of our lives. They love well. They give. They sacrifice. They live the kingdom at all costs. And I am who I am today because of them. I'll never forget... I was much like uh, he. I wasn't as cute as he was in that picture when I was his age. But I do remember that I was in youth ministry at the age of 16 and then just kind of stayed in that space of just being in ministry. And it's because of this beautiful couple right here that um, the Lord released me uh, to one of the seven mountains of, uh, of spheres of influence in the earth. And I never would have going in that direction if you hadn't spoke that into my life. But today I just want to say, and I've written down some things, Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea, because 
today I want to be true to what the Lord has asked me to say over your life today. I want to say today, if everyone but them could stand just for a moment, just want to obey the Holy Spirit. A lot of what we're going to be doing in this time of honoring them is very prophetic over their next of their launch. And so it's all in the spirit realm. So as we do these type things, just know we're not doing things today as a church in the natural. We're actually doing a lot of things today in the supernatural in their launching. It's a lot of spirit realm stuff happening today. Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea, today we stand before you with great honor. You have weight to speak into our lives. With great honor and the highest esteem for the kingdom impact you make in our lives. And for your unfailing faithfulness to the kingdom. So could you just point your hands in their direction? Great honor and highest esteem over our leaders of Destiny Church International. As we move in to our next in the supernatural And Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea, the Lord says in this moment that your next launch actually will be less in the natural and more in the supernatural than ever before. As a matter of fact, you will be stepping into a space where the natural actually leaves you and the supernatural becomes your common. As a matter of fact, in this time and season, you will be so unattached to the five senses of the human nature and more attached to the spiritual sense in the supernatural that you literally will take one step and say, wow, how did that happen? Because you're so unattached to the natural and more attached to the supernatural from this day forward in Jesus' name. Can we all say amen for them? Amen. Amen. Let's give it up for our leaders, guys. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You may be seated. I was going to say this at the end, but the Lord's just moving in the spirit right now. I was recently in a local bank and minding my own business. And in front of me in line was a blind young man with the stick. And I was amazed when he got up to the teller. He pulled out his wallet you know, and just did business like we would normally do. And I was amazed at that. I was astounded at that. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit said, that's what I want you to speak over Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea. I said, what is that? He said, did you notice that that man that was blind was more keenly aware of his surroundings than you were? And I said, Yes, and this is what the Lord reminded me. I was at another teller's uh, place at the desk. He was here. He left out toward the door before me, but he turned around when I'm within five steps behind him and said, Ma'am, you first. Now, I was way down the line. I was like, 
he knew I was a ma'am, and he knew I was five steps behind him, and I said, thank you so much for being a gentleman, and he said, yes, ma'am. The Lord spoke to me and said, that's how much you will be keenly aware in the supernatural. Because for him, where he was uh, impaired, all the other four senses were just running on the highest of rates. And the Lord said, that's the way your next steps will be, that you'll be so keenly aware of the supernatural sense that the others can just kind of take a second step, second seat behind you. Amen? That's exciting, and I'm trying not to be jealous, but that is so, that is so exciting. Uh, and as our uh, pastor would always say, that's stinking exciting. I learned that from you many years ago, and many people say, now what does stinking mean as I speak all over the nation? So I'm like, that's what my pastor taught me. It's really good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, um, Apostle Rife and Pastor Shea, Psalms 112 Verse 1 and 2, I want to read that over your lives because it's you. It says, Blessed is the man, man, men, who reveres and worships the Lord, who delights greatly in his word. Now, that's you guys. You preach the pureness of the word, the quickening of the word into us, and it convicts us to the core to become more like Jesus. And you have invited the Holy Spirit in a way in Destiny Church International of any church I've ever been in in my life. You allow him to come in and move. You allow the gifts of the Spirit to come in and move through the teaching of the Word. And you know what? We are so thankful because that's where we want to spend the rest of our lives. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. Verse 2 says this. You ready? Your spiritual offspring shall be mighty on the earth. Another version says, they, your spiritual offspring, we are your spiritual offspring. We're not only mighty upon the earth, and you have unleashed us as an apostle would to go all over the earth. But another version says, they will be prosperous and influential. So for all the times you sow into us, your seed is out there being mighty in the earth. And we are so grateful. I think of many conversations I've had with both of you just in my personal life. You have grown me and grown me and grown me. You've loved me, loved me, loved me. And you believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And everybody in here can say that about you. As a matter of fact, it reminds me of the famous definition of leadership, Shay. Communicating a person's wealth. Well, amen to that. Communicating a person's worth and potential so clearly that we see it in ourselves. We thank you and we honor you for doing that in our lives. I'll never forget, you know, it was a huge goal of mine to one day not just serve inside the church part-time. One day I really wanted to retire, which that word's not in the Bible. But anyway, I wanted to retire. But you taught me that it's not in the Bible. And I remember the day that Apostle Rife spoke a word over me. And he said, Shelly, I think the Lord is calling you to the mountain of education to influence education in the world. 
And I went home and cried that day because that wasn't my dream. You ever been there before? And I cried a lot because it wasn't my dream. My dream was actually to be right here full time, not traveling, making an impact, you know. But he unlocked me. And Shay has unlocked me. And he's unlocked you many, many times over. And I just want to say this. Because of his unlocking, I'm so thankful. And I just want to say, you unlocked me to the future of my leadership calling in the earth. To help transform children all over the world. And now, as vice president of Franklin Covey Education where we actually enable the greatness of children all over the world, it's because of you that I'm able, and that I'm able to influence right now children in over 50 countries and over in 5,000 schools. And I just want to thank you that you've done that for all of us. You've pushed us and launched us into our next, and we're very, very thankful. When the, yes, Amen. I told my mom to pray for me that I wouldn't cry, and it's not, it's not working, Mom, to do a little bit more. You know, one thing that, that they also do very well is they always have those very courageous conversations when they need to have them with us. Not many people do that. And for everyone they've given to me, it's been an honor. I know the Bible says double honor, but I'm telling you, I don't even know mathematically you know, people say trillions, the highest number, but I'm just telling you, whatever the math number is to God, that's how grateful I am for all those crucial conversations that you've had with all of us. One thing that you guys may not know is that many years ago, this couple brought the message in around the importance of the fivefold ministry. Wow. That there would be in Destiny Church International apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers that transform the DNA of Destiny Church International. And to many of us, he has said, you are an apostle, you are a prophet, you are a pastor. And the fivefold ministry, so thankful because in Ephesians 4.13, it says this, all of these ministries will function until we attain unity of the faith and until we all, all experience the fullness of what it means to actually intimately know Jesus. So when you put that fivefold ministry into place, you were making a way for us to know the fullness of the love of God. And I think we all can say that we know to a greater degree more about the love of God in this moment than we ever have in our lives because our leaders have imparted to us truth over and over again from the Word of God, and the truth has set us free and launched us forward. Amen? Amen. I just wanted to say a couple other things about our leaders. Time and time again, God has used them in our lives to actually recognize our gifts and talents. And they've talked to us about them. And then they've opened doors for us to walk in it. 
time and time again. And the one thing that I wanted to say today is if you've never seen the spirit of excellence in operation before you came to Destiny Church International, they are the epitome of the spirit of excellence. As a matter of fact, this is kind of funny, but I walked in Flower Girl Bakery to pick up an order for a birthday party recently in Mobile. And I literally walked in, and I felt Apostle Rife with me when I walked in. I did. But it wasn't him. It was the spirit of excellence that he carries in that place. And I walk in, and the owner says, are you from, I think she said, uh, Satsuma or Sarah Lynn, I can't remember. And I said, no, ma'am. She said, you look so familiar. We did not know each other. Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know how Apostle Wright has modeled the spirit of excellence and you sense him right now? She said she didn't really know you, but her store operates in the spirit of excellence. And that's what she felt in that moment. And I want to say this. <clears throat> if you've not let the spirit of excellence rub off of them onto you, I highly, I highly encourage you to do it. The spirit of excellence is one of the most important traits of Jesus Christ in the earth. The spirit of excellence is so important. And let me just say this. The Bible says in Daniel that the spirit of excellence was so much on Daniel. As a matter of fact, let me just read it because this is something the Lord wanted me to release over you today. It says... That one of the kings, and I won't say all their names, said about Daniel that he had the wisdom of God, the spirit of excellence, knowledge, understanding, but it was all tied into his spirit of excellence. And then it says in many verses that wherever it said spirit of excellence on Daniel, it also said supernatural promotion every time. Every time Daniel operated in the spirit of excellence, promotion came, promotion came, promotion came. And so the Lord, in closing, wanted me to release over you today that you have received such a spirit of excellence and operated in it thinking it was just your own expectations of how you operate. When actually... It's a supernatural gift that he's given you to always operate in the spirit of excellence. Everything you touch is excellent in every way. And in the supernatural, he has stored up promotions that are about to fall on you like rain. Some of these promotions will be in the natural. Many will be in the supernatural. But he said, everywhere anyone chooses to operate in the spirit of excellence, promotion is always there. It actually is a law. It is a spiritual law. For, for the number of times that you've made sure there wasn't a piece of dirt on the floor, chairs were aligned in every way, you actually weren't doing something in the natural. You were operating in the supernatural. And he said, in the next few weeks, expect like the abundance of rain 
to begin hearing promotions pouring out from the heavenlies. Because your spirit of excellence that you've chosen to say yes to has opened a portal of heaven over your life that few will ever see and know because you've been obedient to the spirit of excellence. So, Father, I come into agreement over that word over them right now in the name of Jesus. And every moment in their personal life, in their car, in their home, in their yard, and in the church where they've said yes to the spirit of excellence, we come into agreement with your prophetic word right now that they have opened a portal of heaven over their lives and over Destiny Church's life to receive promotion, 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 promotion from the heavenlies and from this portal that they've opened up in the name of Jesus. And we receive it right now. Can we give the Lord praise over that? We give you praise over that, Lord. That is... And so, in closing today and honoring them, I would like to invite the church to reconsider how we see them. One of their most amazing traits, and I could name a million of them, and all you could too, but one of their most amazing traits is they love to be close to you. They love to be friends. They love to be intimate. They like to have friendships. And they do that well, too. When they're your friend, they're your friend. And I also today, the Holy Spirit just asked me to put this in front of us. A lot of times when leaders want to be friends, it's easy to become too casual with them. And when we become too casual with them, we forget that place of honor that they are. And I actually believe in this season that we're in, it's more difficult to be a leader of a church, a pastor, than ever before. The way we've done church before, we're having to reinvent ourselves. And to be a leader in this time, reinventing yourself is very, it's, it's a challenge. But I just wanted to say this from the Holy Spirit. Could we not only enjoy being their friend, but what could we, when we're in their presence, not forget the wonder in our eye when we first met them? A lot of times, becoming casual, we forget about the wonder. Wow, Apostle Ryan, Pastor Shay. And we forget that wonder. May we always see the wonder in our own glistening eye over them when we're interacting with them. And could we see them high in high esteem and double honor such that if they're about to walk through a door, go open it for them, even though he's a gentleman. When they might not be communicating a need, let's just step into it immediately from the Holy Spirit. And I want to say this, honor is something that's felt, said, and done. Don't let them assume that we honor them. Let's show them. And the Lord told me just to say to all of us, including myself, that as we move into seeing them differently, 
as double honor should? The Lord said that when you come into alignment with that verse in Timothy of double honor toward them, it also opens windows and portals of heaven over you. Because unity in honor, and that's one of destiny's core values, honor. But unity in honor toward them will in turn open up portals over you. And you know what else? It'll increase the portal of anointing over this church. Over our church here. To see the lame healed, the deaf, the blind, the harvest of souls needing Jesus. Honor and spirit of excellence does something together that no force of hell can shut down. Because we are creatures that live from the inside out, not the outside in. And honor and excellence is an outside, an inside trait. So I just want to say to us as a church today, and if you guys will come, we're going to actually ask you, to, the two of you, to come forward. As a church today, let's just embrace that the moments that we have with these two amazing leaders, that they influence us in a great and mighty way. And I want to release a blessing over them today in the name of Jesus. We're going to ask them to have a seat on these wonderful stools here. Greg, can you take this podium away in my, in my stuff too? Yeah, right. I remember so many times being in front of both of you in all those stages, those stages in the little side, the big side. For all the times it's been tough, and being a leader, thank you. We all thank you. For all the times that your commitment was higher than anybody knew, thank you. For all the times you chose excellence over mediocrity, thank you. And for all the souls that we want in this building, thank you. Can I have both of your hands right here? Father, it's in this holy moment, standing under the portals of heaven, that I bless my friends and I bless my leaders. And I honor them today. We as a church honor them today. You have the right to speak into us with great influence and we honor you with that. For the rest of the days of my life, speak into me, I beg of you. For you are increasing the kingdom of God in the earth in ways that mere man has not even comprehended. We bless you today to receive the promotions of heaven over every realm of your life. And we as a local church body say this to you. We love you. And we love doing life with you. And we together say, onward in the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Amen. Guys, could you stand up and give God praise for our leaders today? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Shelley, for those weighty words. It was so awesome. It felt like food and water to my spirit. I am so honored that we get the opportunity to honor you guys. Um, Pastor Rife, I have found in you a father. And um, my, my natural father passed away uh, when I was 14 years old. That, the day that you sat down right before the whole life group and you sat down with me in the word, it was such a memory that came to mind that you sat down with me and you went over an out, uh, outline, an outline of um, a message, and you just poured into me, and I really appreciated that. It probably was, you know, something that you'd naturally do, but to me, it meant the world. Um, Pastor Shay, I have found in you a friend. I don't know um, how many people get a chance to encounter you in that way, but you have so much to offer. Conversations that I've been able to have with you. Um, not very, very many, but the, the conversations that we had, like it was life-changing, it was long-lasting, and I'll never forget them. The scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of good things. And I just want to tell you guys that you have beautiful feet. <laughs> On the behalf of um, Destiny Church International, we want to present you with this Bible. But there's something else that I want to say to you. As I was asking the Lord, like, what do you want me to say to them? He said, I want you to tell them. He said that they carry my presence. And he said the presence that is in their, in their life and on their life is a reflection of what happens in destiny every Sunday. And the Lord told me also to tell you that everything that you need is in my presence. He said, may my presence never depart from you. He asked me to order something, and it's on the way. He said, because, he said, I want this to be a reminder of, or a memorial, so to speak, that everything you need, everything, I don't care if it's a need as it relates to your family, he said, it's in my presence. And so he asked me to, to put some specific things in this ark, and he said, it's going to remind you. When you go through the rough times and the difficult times and no one knows what happens behind the scene, he said, I know. He said, everything that you need, he said, is in my presence. I love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> so um, I'm just honored to be able to speak to you guys today. I don't know how many of y'all know this, but uh, I'm considered his um, African wife. <laughs> we were on our missions trip a couple of years ago. Everybody thought I was his wife, so for two years I was married to him. I felt sorry for you, but <laughs> we had a good time. So I was, uh, when Larry asked me to speak, I didn't know really what to say, because what can you say to you guys that Shelly hadn't already said or Erica hadn't already said? And so I was sitting back there today, and I just said, Lord, I just give you my spirit. I give you my mouth, and I give you my mind. And so from this second on, this is him. So he told me to Google the number three, because this starts the third set of seven, the number seven. He said, Google number three and see what it says. So number three is one of the most important numbers through Bible. 
it is a number of harmony, of God's presence, and of completeness. Most of the significant events in Bible, Bible were accompanied by the number seven. Number three is the number of eternal life as he was resurrected after three days of being dead. So I just thought that that was appropriate and the Lord wanted to share. And the anointing is so strong right now. <laughs> the Lord would say unto you that the world sees you and him as separate. But the Lord says to you, I see you as one. Don't take lightly the things that I've spoken over him today. Because those are the same promises for you. For I have anointed you from birth. And you have walked with me and you have sought me. Even in times when you didn't understand, you still sought my face. And know that I have a calling for you. And it is not to be in the shadows that most women follow after their husbands. But you're going to set people free from your voice and the anointing that is on your life. Know that not just the things that have spoken over him today, but over you, that I'm calling you to hide my word further in your heart. Know that through you and through your mouth that, that I will accomplish things that you will find shocking. know that my hand is on your children. They're in my care. They're in my care. And know that the words that you have spoken over them and the prayers that you have prayed, that they are an incense before me. And the enemy would try to come against your mind and make it a battlefield. But I say unto you that I hear every prayer and what you've committed to me that I am faithful to keep until that day. Know that you just trust me. Just continue to trust me. And don't get sidetracked. And don't let the enemy discourage you. And keep you from doing what I've called you to do. Because like I said, I have anointed you from the beginning to walk before me. Just as Mary said, let it be unto me according to your word. You have said, let it be unto me according to your word. And know that I have heard that. And today it is sealed. It is sealed. The words that have been spoken over both of you today, it is sealed. It is sealed. It is sealed. Bless the Lord. Y'all give me the mic after the Holy Ghost throw down. <laughs> I just want to say to you two that I really honor you two. Um, I was thinking back um, on how long I had been at Destiny. And a, a lot of people don't know how I came to Destiny. And I sent you a screenshot this morning. I don't know if you saw it yet. But today makes six years to the date that... Pastor Rife reached out to me. Uh, my wife and I were at a church, and the Lord released us from that church. And we said, Lord, we just believe that you can send us somewhere. We don't want to do a bunch of church visiting and 
all of that stuff. Just give us direction. And the Lord didn't say anything. So it's like, all right, maybe he didn't hear us. <laughs> so I went to work. And um, I'm working my shift. And Pastor Rife, who I met, like literally for a minute and a half on two different occasions, we both knew somebody um, you know, we knew the same individual, and I had been introduced to, hey, this is a pastor in Daphne. You know, Quentin is a, a wonderful singer. So he's, oh, okay, it's good to meet you on two occasions. Oh, I met you before, it's good to meet you. And this was over a course of maybe two years or so. And then Pastor Rife, out of the blue, six years ago today, messaged me and said, hey, I know you don't know me, and I don't know you. We met, like, on two different occasions, but the Lord is bringing you before me. And he said, I don't know what it means, you know, but I just, you know, I want you to know that I'm praying for you, and if there's any need or anything specific, you know, let me know, and we'll pray with you. And I said, well, thank you, Lord. So this is the night that me and Sierra prayed, Lord, show us. Well, that was enough sign for me, you know, because I know that he deals with enough crazy people here in this church so if the Lord is speaking to him about some more crazy people, then I must belong to that bunch. <laughs> so anyway, um, we ended up at, De so that was a Saturday night. The next day was Sunday morning, and we've been at Destiny ever since. So thank you for your sensitivity to the Lord. Um, I will say that I'm trying to not be so common with you because I remember when we were in Nigeria, I said something to you, and you said something back to me. And uh, I said, I'm bigger than you are. Do you think you really want to say that? And you said, boy, I will punch you in the face. <laughs> I said, okay. But anyway, in all sincerity, um, I really do appreciate you guys. Y'all have taught me how to honor God outside of a church setting, outside of a church building. I've had Pastor Rife to look me square in the eyes at a restaurant and declare the word of the Lord over me in such a way that it's just undeniable. It's God, and it's right on. It's a word in season. And a lot of times and when it's in a restaurant and you've got filet mignon in front of you or chicken tenders, it doesn't seem like that's the right time and season for God to move. But he's taught me to honor God and be sensitive to his leading at any time. Be available to God because you never know when God is going to need you and what capacity. And so I just honor God for that, what he's allowing me to learn through you guys, what you guys are, you know, sharing with me out of the years of digging, that God has allowed you to dig things out in the spirit and you just so freely give over to us. And we don't count it, you know, as nothing. It's very uh, rich and, and we thank you for what you've toiled over, you just freely give to us, and we honor you for that. I want to start out by saying I thank both of you, but when I say you, you as one together. Uh, Larry came to me this morning and asked me, did I want, you know, would I speak? And I was like, oh, yeah, goody, goody, this is a good one. But then he threw a challenge and gave me one minute. I'm like, uh-oh. But as I was watching the video and listening to the history of destiny, and this is how God showed, gave it to me. That's who you are. The history of destiny is who 
Y'all are. And I'm going to explain it to you this way. When Pastor John, I think his name is, say in 10 years, this is going to happen. Most people don't make it through that 10 years. Most people will veer off. That 10 years can be a wilderness experience for a lot. Moses went through that to get to the starting point. You went through that 10 years to get to the starting point. To make a long story short, I am very grateful for your obedience and for following God for the plan that he had has for your life. And I say has because it's not finished yet. For your life, because if you had had have been disobedient or decide to go a different route, destiny wouldn't have been here for me and my family to come. Y'all paid the way, paved the way for me and my family, and I'm very, very thankful for that. And I'm going to explain, give y'all a different way to look at it. Everybody know about the marathon, how the runner's run in a marathon and along the way they have tables set up with people there with cups of water for the runners to drink we're on a journey but they was there with that cup of water to give to me and my family to help us on the journey that we're on and don't they don't hold claims to us a training center he said that they don't hold claim but they there to give us that cup of water to help us finish our race. And I'm very, very thankful of that. And I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. I, I requested to speak, I didn't get asked. Um, and I asked Brian to come with me when, after I get done. Um, I felt like he needs to anoint you guys and pray over you, but uh, Twelve years ago, when I came to Destiny, then Jubilee, I didn't even like people. You taught me how to like people, and then I learned with God how to love people. But a lot of people don't get to see a certain side of you that I do. They don't see you turmoil over people's hardships and try to figure out how to love people the best way. And they don't see that side of you because all I've known in ministry is the things you've taught me, and I've learned how to love people well because of the things you've taught and so thank you for being you. You're, you're, I've told you, you've got several roles in my head that I keep for you. You're my friend, my boss. My, you carry a father figure. You're so many things to me, and I thank you for that. But I wouldn't even be your associate pastor if Shay hadn't a, at night, one night, in a Daphne Elementary School parking lot told me that you're a pastor. And so, Shay, thank you for seeing something in me that I didn't want to be. I remember telling you, I'm not that. I'm whatever else is not that. But thank you for saying, no, this is what God has for you. Thank you for, and you've done, you've, you've, you've enriched my life in so many ways that you don't even know with just subtle things you've said or done for me. So all the admin headaches you have are because of you. <laughs> but uh, I love you guys so much, and, uh, and I really appreciate you. Um, I wasn't even going to speak today <laughs> because, um, you know, just a few weeks ago, 
yeah, thank you. And um, I'm like, man, they're going to get tired of seeing me. They've heard that story, heard the stories once. But uh, Greg asked me to come up and pray over you. And I was just standing there uh, thinking about you guys and our history and where the Lord has uh, brought us from and brought us to. Um, I know what my calling is in relation to you too, and you do too. I can take you to the spot, Lossley Church of God, on the front row, when the Lord spoke it. I'm not only responsible for you guys in the physical, but I'm responsible for you in the spiritual. We've talked about that. So, I was thinking a while ago about how, what this should look like. This is just weird. I'm sorry. But the Lord told me to anoint your throats. In your throat is your larynx, your voice box, your vocal cords. So, you're going to have to come with me. So, we're going to seal the word of the Lord today that's been brought by Shelley and everyone else that has spoken over you. So, Holy Spirit, you see my friends, you see my leaders. You see the words that you have brought forth through Pastor Shelley and the others, the blessings, Lord. Lord, I was on that trip. That's the first time I've seen that video since the day it happened, and it's so powerful. Lord, you're faithful. Your word says that you uh, stand by and wait and watch over your word to perform it, to make sure it gets done, Lord. So we believe and we come into agreement as we have anointed their voices, Lord, their, their voice uh, boxes, their vocal cords, that they will say what you say, that they will do what you do, that they will not waver to the left or to the right, that they will only follow you and you alone, regardless of what government says, regardless of what man says, regardless of what uh, public uh, opinion or popular culture says that they will follow close to your word Lord and they will not waver to the right or to the left Lord Lord from the very beginning of Destiny Church as Jubilee we said we don't know what it looks like but we say yes to it so we come into agreement Lord and we release their voices in the spirit to proclaim and to declare in Jesus name so Lord protect them not only in the physical, but in the spiritual, Lord. Just as Cheryl brought forth, that the Holy Spirit brought forth through her and spoke that the Holy Spirit would intercede on their behalf. That the, uh, when the enemy comes against them in their mind and in their spirit, you're able to raise up a standard. Draw them close, Lord God. Protect them. Put a, um, put a protective detail, an angelic protective detail in front of them, behind them, beside them, and in every way, Lord. So, Lord, whatever it looks like the next 14 years, Lord, you, you was witness this morning. I wa uh, You were witness. I walked in this morning to Rife's office in Jeston and said, hey, bro, 
in 14 more years, I'll be 70 years old. We need to get busy. So, Lord, whatever it is, bring it. Bring it. We say yes to it, Lord. So I seal your word by the power of the Holy Ghost. We seal your word and declare it be done. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. These are gifts from your church family, and we're going to let you open them in your own time when you, when you get home and everything, and, um, you know, it was funny that Brian should say that because when I saw the video today, we were on that trip, and one of the, the verses in the video was, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, and I realized watching that video, not only were your steps ordered, but our steps, because there are at least three of us in this room that were with you on that trip. And so, you know, when you gave that statistic, I thought, well, Lord, we know why we're here. You spoke over them, and you equipped us to come alongside them and to help them and to carry, because we did. At first, we were the children's pastors and the youth leaders and we didn't park the car. Sorry, Dean, you can't recruit us <laughs> uh, because the parking lot was so small. But, um, but we did everything. And, and, you know, and then I watched because this was your ministry when it first started. And then Shay came. Shay and I worked together at school. So Shay and I not only had church in common, but we also had our, our workplace in, in common. And she came to me and she said, hey, I think I'm going to resign my job. I said, are you crazy? We have the best insurance in the world. And she said, I know, but God's really been dealing with me to come alongside Rife. And, you know, I watched and I thought, this is why she did it. She needed to understand your ministry and what her role in your ministry was going to be because she couldn't carry your mantle because it was yours she had her own mantle but she didn't quite know where she fit in and I've watched her blossom and grow because of full-time ministry you know whether she stays in full-time ministry or not, she knows her identity in your ministry together. She knows how, how to minister and how to love. And I get the opportunity with the microphone to just tell you the, the people just strictly love you. And so I think when you read these, these cards and you see these letters that you're going to go, oh, wow, I didn't know they cared, or oh, wow, I didn't know. But, um, but thank you for being a leader with integrity and one that's transparent because sometimes that's not received very well. And sometimes, as, as his mother figure, he will tell you, <laughs> I think, oh, don't go there. Don't do, you know, but you've touched people by doing that and being real with them. So I just want to thank you for the example that you've been. 
Um, I've, I've loved you guys from the start when we did ministry at another church. And, um, and thank you. Thank you for loving us unconditionally and allowing each one of us to find our identity. And, and you pour into us. Pastor Rife gave me a look while ago, and I think he was saying, your time's been up for 15 minutes. It's their fault, not mine. I gave them instruction. Garrett, would you walk up here a minute, please? I, I want you to stand right there. You remember I, I told you to look at his shirt this morning, and it was prophetic? the line on there too awesome um, did you see what's on this shirt Shay? The, what I'm fixing to, to give y'all is something that I prayed about for what should I name it and then Garrett walks in this morning and I thought about that but I thought well I'm not sure and then he walks in this morning and it's like how many of you believe the Holy Spirit confirms things for you? Let's be sensitive to hear it. And as the prophetic word was spoken of, y'all see it. Walk in it. That was an awesome message, Shelley. And all the things have been awesome this morning. But I won't take but just a minute because all our time's gone. But I want to say this. I understand you do not like trophies. Is that correct? I know he doesn't like to be center stage, other than if he's talking. But uh, the uh, I prayed about what we could give y'all. And uh, for all of you out there, it's a lion. And, you know, all those words that were spoken this morning, it it's... They affect us all a little differently, but there are some things that they affect all of us the same way. And three of the most powerful thing uh, traits that you have, Pastor and, and, and you, Pastor Shea, is would y'all agree that he's bold? The line of the tribe of Judah is bold. Look at that T-shirt a minute, and this makes more sense to you. Another trait that you have is that's that's so incredible is steadfast. The prophet that spoke over y'all years and years ago said one of the things that you had to do was stand. You've stood. You are steadfast. But the thing that's most infect, uh, affected my life is your faithfulness. We've been able to share some things, nothing like Tim and, and Brian and some of the other ones Sheila have heard, but just a few times that we've shared heart, I'm just amazed at your faithfulness through all of it. And because of that, it's affected my life. And not just for now, forever. 
See, what he pours into our life should affect us forever. Not just today or tomorrow. Let's take what we get out of here and take it into our next week. So I want to give you this trophy that you don't like. <laughs> Somebody told me, I told them what I was thinking. They said, I, I, and I explained it like, I want to, you know what a Heisman trophy is? And they said, yeah, but you better explain it to him because he probably doesn't know. <laughs> he spends time in the Word, not on sports. But uh, I was trying to come up with a name. And I'll tell you one of them real quick. It was Rife Stewart, Man of God Trophy. Y'all thought that was corny, huh? But after Garrett walked into church this morning and I saw his line of the tribe of Judah shirt on, Pastor, this is the line of the tribe of Judah trophy because of who you are. I got this one. Hey, thank you. You can be seated. Um, so th that's a lot of time uh, to take up to just share about us. And uh, just want to thank you because it's crazy because Shay Friday... Um, I don't really know why you called me a lion, but I gotta have a mic. let her have one of those mics. This is heavy, man. I hope this is made out of gold. Well, we were, we were with a group of people and we were playing a game. And um, one of the questions was if you had to use an animal to describe your spouse, what would it be? And um, it wasn't my question, but I thought in my head, well, what would Rife be for me? And immediately I thought he would be a lion. And mm -hmm. so you're a lion. I don't remember what animal she was to me, but, <laughs> but anyway, you I'm know. A peacock. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing about it is, you know, the, the scripture talks about let the truth be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. And. To me, today is a prophetic day for, for me. Um, years ago, Rochelle will remember this. Years ago, I was leaving Loxley Church of God to go be the youth pastor in a, uh, another city and plant a church in Atlanta. And they gave me an eagle. Uh, it was like this, and it was an eagle. And Shay and I still have that in, in our house um, and whenever I look at that, it's a prophetic time for me. I didn't realize, like on that video when Pastor Johns was preaching, um, all that was spiritual after the fact for me because I was tired. I had about 40 kids, and I wanted to just take them back to their parents after I had been with them all weekend. And I did not remember his message. And... Uh, but they presented us with that videotape after service, and I went back and listened to it probably two years later, and the message was on uh, the eagle and how it was a prophetic message about soaring. And so I really hear the Lord saying today uh, through the next that Pastor Shelley was talking about um, that this next season... 
is a season from the eagle to the lion. Uh, and you understand that it, it, every leader, the mantle is carried by the house. So you guys are participants with us in all of that. And I really appreciate all of your kind words and things. Um, and Shelly, you have been such a faithful partner of ours for all these years. And we love you. And even though you're not with us uh, on a weekly basis, you are forever in our hearts. And one of the things that, you know, you and I have said uh, is that we will always walk together. Always walk together. And what a treasure. Of, I mean, I was drinking that stuff in uh, like uh, a sponge. This man on the screen, they had the foresight at that little 1980s church or whatever it was, they had the 97. Is that what it was? Uh, they, in 1990s church, they had the foresight to videotape when nobody else was videotaping their services. And he handed me a VHS tape. And I am so glad that he did because, uh, Greg, in those 10 years, See, I didn't know that man, but I know her personally and intimately. That man, the whole time he was prophesying over me, I know y'all saw my hand up in the air, but I was, the whole time I was thinking, Joker, I don't play with this kind of stuff. I don't know who you are, and you better not be playing with God. And so everything he was saying, I was taking it in, and I'm like, because I'm going to test you on all of this. And during those 10 years, Shay can testify to it. I cannot tell you how many times I'm like, was it really God? Did God really say that? And we would get that out. We, would, we wrote down the prophetic word verbatim, and we would go, God, we're holding on to this prophetic word. So today, 24 years later, We've got all of this on video, and I'm going to take, and we're going to transcribe every single prophetic word, and we're going to hold on to it, and we're going to, we're going to watch God let this unfold. Um, I'm going to put the, the next few things online so you can check it out on our Facebook, but I think about four or five of our ministry partners from around the world uh, who we've planted churches, they, uh, we've set them forth in ministry. They uh, have sent in uh, thanks to Destiny Church and us uh, and just saying how, th how thankful they are. But because of time, I'm going to put that on Facebook and let you guys, if you want, you can go check it out. And I encourage you to do that. But I do have two quick things that I promise you I will be quick because I know we've gone a long time today. But it's important for me to, to these two things. And Glenna, it's at the very end. And there's two questions that I want to ask you. And then we're going to go home. The first one is, what if? What if? What if destiny didn't exist tomorrow? Would it matter? Like, it's not a rhetorical question. Like, tomorrow, in the pandemic, you know, so many churches have closed. Tomorrow, if Destiny Church didn't exist, would anybody notice? Would it matter? Would the world, would the region, would the spirit realm 
feel a vacuum, a void. And I just want you to think about that. Tomorrow, if we didn't exist, because if we don't matter, then why do we? So what if? And the next thing is, what now? Like, what now? Because during the pandemic, what happened is the church has wake, uh, uh, has awoken and awakened to the way we've been doing things has has not really been pleasing to God. And whether that's us or not, you know, I'm, I'm neither here nor there, but I'm, I'm definitely willing to ask the question. And like, so what now? What do we do now? Because guys, um, at meeting once a week on Sundays, it's not enough. And honestly, like, who just wants to meet? Like, I want to make an impact that will last generations. And I'm looking for the next in our Judah season. I'm looking for that. And we're going to partner and do it together. So those are the two things I want to leave with you today. And I'm going to pray. Okay. I only have one thing. <laughs> um, so when Pastor Shelley was speaking and she talked about everybody, everybody mm -hmm. that was here and how the people that are here are here as partners with us and whatever the influence has been, um, thank you for your faithfulness for being here and being willing to partner with us because that's a huge thing. And while you were talking about, you know, we've got people that, I, that resonated with me so strongly because right before you got up to speak, I saw the video and I remember as uh, Nita Johns was embracing me as Rife's walking mm -hmm. away, she said, you will have many spiritual children. Yeah, I remember that. That's a prophetic word that has come to pass. And here's all God's people that, that he's saying, yeah, this, this is happening. And so those next generations, it's just generations upon generations of spiritual children. Not to say that you all are children. What I'm saying is that we're all children of God. And so that spiritual impact yeah, spiritual is offspring. just, yeah, yeah you, you said spiritual mm -hmm. offspring. And she said basically the same thing. Yeah. So. so let me pray and send you guys on your way. Thank you so much for all of your, uh, your, your kind words and love and expression. And, um, and I'll tell you what, like, um, I appreciate you honoring us. That, that's beautiful, and we really greatly appreciate it. But you understand that uh, just like they say, behind every great man, there's a great woman kind of thing. Um, but behind every leader, there are great leaders. And Shay and I have been blessed to have so many great leaders. Uh, you've heard from Pastor Shelley's one of them today. Greg and Selena have just been so faithful in all of uh, y'all. I don't know where Greg's at, but uh, y'all have been just so faithful during your time here. And you've never sought position, ever. Like, you've never sought position. I'm just telling you, you look serving up 
in the dictionary and their, their pictures right underneath it uh, as figure one and figure two. Um, they are incredible and they support us so much and, uh, and they are a huge part of Destiny DNA. So as you love us, love, love our, our team and our team not only in our, our uh, official staff, but all of these people with green shirts on and back with our kids. Uh, love on those people because you are what makes destiny uh, who we are. Thank you for joining us for another powerful message from the teaching ministry of Destiny Church. We hope that you'll be challenged and stretched to grow through today's message. But most of all, we hope that you'll encounter the Father's love. If you're in the greater Mobile Bay area, please join us for our weekend worship celebration. Or if you're looking for a church family excited for revival, please come join us in bringing heaven to earth.